It's time once again for three guys in the podcast coming from you live at the Charlotte County Theater Ooh. Studio in the Graduate Plaza Yay. Midwood. Guys, with me as always is to my right. Uh, it's Jared Burton. And to my left. Andy Smith here. Hello. And I'm Jason Spooner. Now, guys, we are joined today by our very special friend and special guest, Homeless Wilson. My name, my name, my name is Winslow. Homeless <laughs> Winslow. It says it on my shirt. Dude, Wilson? Why would you say that? It's, it's right. You even spelled Winslow. it correctly. I wrote it in shopping, so people wouldn't call me different names. All right, sweet. Uh, it's it's nice leave. to meet you, Winslow. I'm so glad you guys uh, you were able to make it today. Mm-hmm. We sent him to watch a movie. More on that in a little bit. But first, guys, and mostly important to the ladies that are listening. <laughs> oh, all three of you out there. <laughs> ladies. Oh, so I guess that's our spouses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ladies, have you ever wondered how you can tell if you're the other woman? Huh. If I'd you're like the know. man that. How, how, how do you know? How do you know if you're the other you woman? Because I, I, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a legitimate How question. could I tell my other woman she is the other woman? I don't have the other woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you saying if you had another woman, how if could I you tell? If I had another woman, what? which I don't. Yeah. If we did, how can we get around that? <laughs> guys, this. <laughs> for the guys listening. This is educational for us. Right. <laughs> These yeah. are the things you don't want to do to be found out. Okay. All, All right. right. Number one, you only date. On odd days or times, no weekend or holidays. Meaning, you only date like 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday when your woman's at work. <laughs> Every leap year on the 29th, we've got a date. That's right. <laughs> what if it's Martin Luther King's birthday? I mean, I know that's a holiday, but it's not that big of one. Well, are you, off, are you off of work? Sure, why not? But well, yeah, no. that's the thing I don't understand. I mean, you know, are you a girl would probably pick on the fact that, you know, you're only – I mean, what do you say? I work everything except for holidays? Well, yeah, yeah, or I mean, what would it? Or between what, what, three and three forty-five. What would it take? For the, yeah. <laughs> no, hey. I can only see you between one twenty-two and one twenty-four. I suggest you make up your own religion. That way, you can say you need it whatever day you want off. <laughs> that is intelligent. That's a sound advice. That is great. We jotted that down from Winslow, correct? <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two. When you're with him, he turns off his phone, or at least puts it on silent mode. Yeah. Uh, what if you're just being courteous because you're yeah, in like, I mean, a I, movie or something? Yeah. I think it's more about, hey, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Silent. Yeah. Like as soon as he sees you. Number three, makes little mistakes about your favorite things. Like gets confused over your sign or if you like Italian or Chinese yeah, food, see, what your I favorite think, movie is. Once you've been married for a long time, you can do that and get away I with know it. <laughs> I know that when <laughs> I forget I, things. I started um, dating my fiance. Um, your wife. I, you know, wife now. Um, that, that period that we were in, you know, where I'd be like, oh, you remember when we did so-and-so? And it was not her. Oh, yeah. And I did that so much for, like, the, the first two years. And I was like, I swear. I went there with a the blonde girl, and my wife was blonde. I'm like, but we ate. And, and, and she you don't did, finally, she would just be like, it was not me. It was not me. I go to movies with friends so much. A few years later, I'll go, oh, remember we saw that show? I didn't see that with you. And I was like. Oh, that's right. I saw that with John or whatever, you know, because I do. I see movies with friends so much. I just forget. That's why the popcorn trick was awkward. That's weird. No wonder he didn't like it when I put my hand in his lap. That's Number next. Cause you by an ex's name. Well, that's just plain. That's just, yeah. If he, if he starts calling you by his current girlfriend's name, that's a setup right there. Yeah, but that, that's why you just act like you're role-playing. That's all. Oh, 
Hey, Susan. That's not my name. Baby, we're role-playing. We're role-playing. Come on. Susan, the naughty librarian. That's right. Every female in my life is babe. That's right. (laughs) Hey, babe. Hey, sweetie pie. (laughs) But we can only go to the library between the hours of 1 and 4 on every other Tuesday. (laughs) Let me put my phone on silent real fast. (laughs) How else can we know if you're the other woman? Number five, never brings you around friends or family. He never introduces you to his best friend or avoids meeting your relatives. It's a big step. I knew somebody who was a friend with that they were married and would bring their mistress to family functions. Really? I am I'm so honest. Like, and, and, and everybody was, you know, everybody knew. And, and I wasn't, like, part of the family. I was just there as the significant other of sure. this. And, and, like, nobody said anything. And they liked. Uh, the mistress better than the wife. Well, I think they did like the mistress better than the wife. But, they, I mean, some people there liked the wife, you know. But, I mean, just that blatant. Like, are you asking for a bad divorce settlement? I mean, because at that point, you've got 80 references sitting right here. They're like, hey, yeah, he was cheating on you. And then we have. Oh, you just tell her, look, they embarrass me. I don't want you to be around them. They're embarrassing pigs. That's all. She'll understand. Winslow, what about you? Do you you have any advice on that, taking Uh, the women around? Well, I think if you allow to take your women around your folk without them thinking that she's all prissy with her shoes on, and you, you should be happy with your lot, you know. That that's my opinion. I mean, it it, it 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 you deal with what you got, and if you got a mistress around your family and all that, it just means you're spontaneous. That's all that is. <laughs> no, you like a different flavor. Yeah. All right, coming up. Often breaks plans at last minute. Calls one minute before you're supposed to meet to break plans. Cancels dinner reservations. Even things you planned months in advance. Cancels them at the very last minute. Why? Because his girlfriend came home. Right. I, yeah. Or there's a new uh, episode of a certain TV show one you want to catch. I mean, come on. That happens, right? <laughs> so you think yeah, it's a new episode of Lost. We <laughs> can't go out. They can all be T-Vote. Andy is so never going to have another woman. So <laughs> it's, it's been over for me for a long time. A reluctancy to make long-term plans is the next one. Long-term Doesn't want to plan in the future? Any cruises or anything six months from now? I would be guilty of this. Because I've even told Heather, you know, like, I mean, obviously, we here were very close, and I just said my wife's name, but whatever. We're very close, and we are. But I, I've told her, I said, something happens to me. It's not like you're not going to move on. You know, it's oh, all yeah. it's all timing to me, and I'm oh, hor- yeah. I'm horrible that way because I'm like, she's like, oh, I love you. And it's like, well, for now, you know, like, all right. I was like, and I'm <laughs> hey, like, women don't understand. I, I've they been, don't want to hear that. I've been special in your life for three years, but there was people before, and something happens to me. There'll be people after. I mean, it's just it's just the truth. And I'm it's not that I don't enjoy the time now, but I'm not pretending like if something happens to me that. She's not going to be with another person oh, that's yeah. going to be special. Sweetie pie, you're yeah. only part of, the, part of the plan until I turn 40, then I'm moving on. You, you know the worst question, though, I love to ask is, like, how long do you think if something happened to me you would wait before you moved on? Because there's no right answer to that. I hate that question. I'm like, I told her, I said, I'll give you 30 days. Why don't you wait 30 days? I'm good. <laughs> I don't know, man. If there's some hot, hot thing at the funeral. <laughs> 30 days. Know. I guess. Wait 30 days. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to my space friends. This is a very dark, dark show. Number eight, he's rarely available for last-minute plans for you, but wants to make them lickety-split for himself. Well, he's just selfish. (laughs) Girl on the the side or not, what a selfish bastard. (laughs) Any guy that uses the terminology lickety-split is going to be trouble. (laughs) Don't sass me, boy. (laughs) No, no, no. I'll reach across uh, this microphone. I got to lickety-split out of here and go catch a movie. (laughs) Number nine. Hides you from other people he knows. Say you're out for the movies and his boss comes in, pushes you into the popcorn maker to hide you from being seen. Pushes your face <laughs> into his lap. 
<laughs> brings a sheet with him. Brings a, <laughs> brings a paper bag. Ladies, if your man hides you when you go out in public, chances are that he doesn't want people to see you. Or vice versa. Might happen, you know, somebody. But somebody might say, hey, could you put on a clean shirt or a shirt trying to change you? <laughs> That's not right. I don't like when people try it's to change wrong. people. All right, and then the last but not least. Makes excuses for not being there. Is constantly going something about, you know, having to work late or missing the bus or I've getting a flat tire or having to save a drowning orphan. Yeah. Any excuse like that. I believe having to save a drowning orphan is a pretty good one, though. Oh, not when you use it 12 times in a week. <laughs> no. There's a lot of orphans out there. <laughs> there are, man. And apparently none especially, of them can swim. Especially if you live, you know, in an area like where Katrina hit. You'd be saving a lot of them then. Oh, yeah. Andy, I, I, I suggest that you open a Teach Orphans to Swim Academy. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. You could save millions of lives. A Here's week. a cinder block. tied around your neck and jump <laughs> in. In, uh, in hopes of uh, – uh, getting people out there to con- uh, connect with us. We uh, we had Winslow. Uh, I believe you arranged this, didn't you, Andy? Yes. We had him go and, and uh, evaluate, uh, give us his professional opinion on a, on a movie. Uh, which movie did you pick out for him, Andy? Well, we looked at our budget, and we were going to send him to a, a current release. And then we realized two things. <laughs> One, we don't have that much money in our budget. And two, not many people like to sit next to the person that's not wearing a shirt. It's true. <laughs> so we did the next best thing and rented from Netflix a past favorite. Our proud sponsor, Netflix. That's Netflix. right. Get the movie like that. Netflix new 30-day trial, five ninety-five. Rent three movies, keep them for as long as you write, never have any late fees. Boy, Netflix. I ho- boy, I hope those details are right. All right. <laughs> so we, uh, we had Winslow watch Ghost. Ghost. And he's going to give us his review of the movie Ghost. Now. Now I think I think that was a fantastic movie, and I just want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to watch this thing because it was it was nice. And, but I don't appreciate y'all not giving me any place to watch it. <laughs> I mean, I had it, it took me five we, hours before I remember to go to the Y because they got a DVD player. We can only do so much. Yeah. I, well, I appreciate it anyway. Um, first, first off, I don't I don't remember the lady. Who was the name of the lady who was the main woman? Demi Moore. Demi Moore, yeah. She's she beautiful. She's she beautiful lady. She is a lovely woman. And I think she needs to find herself some closure and stop trying to love on that Patrick Swayze. Cause Dreamy. It, well, yeah, yes, he's a beautiful man. He is a beautiful man who got no flesh because he's see-through. <laughs> right? I mean, you can put your hand right through him. All right? He's just like that clay, except for he don't get your hands all dirty when you stick your hand through it. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even messy. The messy is love. But anyway, I, getting into the movie was nice and all, but here come Whoopi Goldberg out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, it's, what was she doing? It's like she was walking around the city looking for something to do, and they said, hey, can you play a crazy soccer league? <laughs> Why? I know it didn't make a lick of sense to me. Demi Moore could have sat home with a Ouija board and did the whole thing <laughs> by herself. By herself <laughs> in the lobby. I don't see, but all, all in all, it was a fine, beautiful film about love and people not letting go. Because that woman, if they had a sequel, is in horrible fits of therapy. I mean, she's in therapy right now. She probably will be for the next 10 years. So, good love movie and bad for people's psychological condition. Yeah. Hey, speak, 
speaking of Demi Moore, what's your uh, opinion on her marrying Ashton Kutcher and their age difference and stuff? Well, I think she realizes that you seen him, you seen him on TV. How spastic that boy is! Every every man in that woman date probably goes to bed after the first time. He's probably hitting <laughs> five, six, seven times a night. I mean, he's he jumps up and down for like nothing. I mean, yes, he's excited about that. Well, which uh. Which do you think was a better husband for her, Bruce Willis or Ashton Kutcher? Oh, that's good. Well, I, I think any woman need to need to get a hold of Bruce Willis because he in a restaurant and he he get a bad order or something like that. Uh, he need to return the steak. I mean that that waiter's gonna piss his pants, man. It, it dangerous. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it's, he's scary man. So personally, for protection, because I'd be out in the streets a lot, out in the, in the in the middle of the night. I'd like to have Bruce Willis next to me holding my hand. Oh, <laughs> I would too. Sweet. That yeah. was fantastic. So, let's four-star rating system. What do you give it? Four-box rating system. Jake, what do you give four it? Four-box. Mm, I, I want to I give it a three, but just I don't think that many people can can afford to be sitting at home talking to dead things all night. You know, <laughs> after that movie, there's probably a whole lot of ladies sitting around in the backyard who had cats, and now they're just talking to little holes in the ground. There's little mounds of dirt. <laughs> Refusing to leave, thinking, ooh, if Whoopi Goldberg come over and teach me how, I could talk to him. I mean, so I give it a two. A two. Two stars. Two, two, stars. two, two, out, two out of four boxes. Four two out, out of four boxes. Two out of four boxes. Yeah, that was, a, that was a good movie back in the day. You know, uh, it was. Uh, you know, for a while there, the didn't, pottery craze went through the roof. Uh, didn't Whoopi win an Oscar for it? She did. She won an Oscar for that? Nominated for it. Or she was nominated, at least, yeah. Did she have an Oscar? They tipped her hat. Yeah, she has an Oscar. Did her Oscar come with dreads? Maybe. Possibly, and a very loud personality. Did she buy it out of the back of a van? <laughs> I don't know. She should have got something for Jumping Jack Flash. <laughs> <laughs> what about Sister Act? Oh, I don't. I, that was blasphemous. I ain't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you're just tuning in, this is Three Guys in the Podcast. You can email us at Three Guys in the Podcast at yahoo.com. That's T H R E E Guys in the Podcast at yahoo.com. Check out our blog spot, Three Guys in the Podcast or or we have a MySpace page, which is three guys, the number three guys in a podcast at MySpace.com. Uh, we also uh, are currently working on our, uh, our uploads to have shows going up uh, at least once a week. Uh, we're having uh, to have two, uh, two, sh- <laughs> two shows at least once a week, and we're definitely trying to get your subscriptions and get out there and get some su- supported sponsors. That's, That's right. right. Three guys in the podcast. I am Jason Spooner. I'm Andy Smith. I'm Jared Burton. And with us again, as always, Homeless. Winslow. Winslow. Nice. Winslow. Jared, him around more often. didn't you have something you wanted to bring up and discuss? I did. Um, one of the things I encountered recently was um, a hitchhiker. And I know growing up, we used to pick hitchhikers up, and it was fun times. Because they always had the best stories. It's kind of like a portable old man that you can pick up, listen to some stories, and drop off. And there's not the guilt, um, you know, because you're not visiting very often at the nursing home. But, like, hitchhikers nowadays, one, from what I understand, it's illegal, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it is. It is. Uh, two, it's a little more of a scary kind of thing because you have to do a criminal criminal background check uh, at the pickup. Um, but well, well, that's why I carry a fingerprint machine in my car. And really? a laptop. Right. I just bring them in, fingerprint them, get a little DNA swab. I'll find out in good 15 minutes if they're good to go. Yeah. Where do you swab? Uh, inner cheek. Inner cheek. I got that from CSI. Yeah. <laughs> Very much. Oh, I, I love that show and how it glamorizes – uh, the uh, investigation of crime scenes, which I have to say that uh, I have actually been to a crime scene, and looking for stains um, is not really that exciting. Also, it doesn't come with background music, so when you're looking for possible 
protein uh, splatter. Yeah. You could bring your own. Bring yeah. your boombox, turn it on, everybody, I'm rocking down. Oh, that like, would be awesome. What gets me about that show, too, is everyone in that show is hot. Oh, even, of even the dead bodies oh, yeah. are hot. I did, well, when, you know, kind of like Jared was saying, too, I like how they basically tell you how to get away with things. Wait, wait. Yeah. This person's pissing me off so bad, I need to knock them off. I need to watch a few weeks of CSI so I can figure out how to do it and get away with it. Pretty much. That's what America does. We put everything on the TV. That's and right. It, everything that you're not supposed to see is up there on the TV. War strategies. <laughs> We're going to invade tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Guys, I think it's time once again for Comedy Improv Masterpiece Theater. What? Again? Oh. Can Winslow participate? Winslow is the star of tonight's performance. All right. Tonight's episode is going to be called The Hitchhiker. The Hitchhiker? Okay. The, the three of us. Like the movie. Andy, Jason, Jared are going to be portraying three men on a road trip. Okay. Who are going to pick up Winslow. Do we know his name when we pick him up? No. <laughs> but he has it written on his shirt. He's not wearing a shirt. I could write another name right below it. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't worry. Okay. It's all right. That's okay. Well, we're professional actors. Uh, we right. should be able to assume that you're somebody else. Once again, I would like to remind everyone that there is no scripts or prior knowledge about what we we're going to say. This is definitely improv. Fantastic. Can and I drive? If I, if I can't drive, I want shotgun. You guys ready? <laughs> Andy, you can drive. Yay! I called shotgun, actually. I'll do the back. All right. You're in the back. Yeah. Welcome once again to Comedy Improv Masterpiece Theater presents The Hitchhiker with the three guys in the podcast players. We join the scene moments after a road trip has started underway. Guys, this is so cool. I cannot wait till we get to Tijuana. Tijuana? Yeah. yeah, I wanna. You know it, donkey shows, all that good stuff, hey, man. What, what? Can you guys speak a little louder so I can hear you back here? Um, yes. We're going to Tijuana. <laughs> I, I turn around and look at you, but I am trying to drive, you know. Why do we have to food. bring him? Uh, because he's the rich friend that every guy needs to have to pay for everything. Hey, guys, if we stop at this liquor store here, I'll buy everyone the 240s. Sounds great. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. I'm so glad you came. <laughs> Hey, who's that? Who's that guy coming towards us? Hey, you guys got uh, thirty-five cent. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't I, believe in coins. I, I need, I need a, a couple bucks or something, cause uh, it's it is super cold, and uh, I gotta warm myself up. Well, I'm fresh out of dough, but we can offer is a uh, nice warm ride. What? Well, what are you doing? That that's nice. Yeah. What? what? Well, Give him a ride. What's the what, problem? Well, I mean, you guys don't have to sit next to him. Why? Why are you gonna do that? What? Why do you always have to judge people? He's got no shirt, no shoes, and I swear to God. I know. Hey. That's why we should give him a ride. Why, why are you being so judgmental? Don't Look, judge a, nice a book guy. by its cover. Look we're, at him. We're not, we're not If I wake up judges. dead and naked on the side of the road, I'm going to come back and blame you guys. I can live with that. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Dude, you're not going to. Look, if he tries anything, Jared will jump back there and defend you while I'm driving. Don't worry. You promise? Yeah, but I'm going to go by my pseudonym of Steve if I jump back there. Because Steve is more masculine than Jared. Okay. All right. Now, wait, do you, you know, with me barring my dad's taxi cab and all, you don't mind if while he's back there we have that divider shut, do you? I mean, that's cool, isn't it? No. Yeah. I'm sorry, what, why? I mean, I just want it shut. Well, the smell will get to me. You know what? He can hear every word we're saying. I, I know. I was just trying to see if you guys even, even cared about my feelings <laughs> in, at all. And it's pretty roomy back there in that back seat. You're sitting over there on the corner as far away from me as possible. I don't appreciate that. Wow, he's quick. He's already in the car. I didn't even realize it. Hey, will you pass me the Cheetos? Sure. Here you go. Thanks. 
Those Cheetos are outstanding. These are great. Hey, Winslow, want some Cheetos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want some Cheetos. <laughs> That's a silly question. Uh, can I have some Cheetos? No. They're, they're fresh out of guests. Cheetos. Yeah, look at your rosy cheeks, and, 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 and you look healthy. You don't need no Cheetos. I need me a drink, but Cheetos do fine. Yeah, give him, give him some of your drink, Jason. Uh, no, Why it's, are it's, you not sharing? Come on. That's what my drink. Is, what is this attitude you're presenting all the It's not, it's not an attitude. Here, I, I brought my extra straw. No, I'm, I'm not sharing a drink with him. Oh, come on. It'd be like we we at the, we about to go to a sock hop and we drinking malted. So. I don't want to go to a sock hop with you. I can see the man's ribs. Give the man something to drink. Fine. He looks cold. Fine. Embrace Here, him. Here, just take it. Winslow, would you like to wear Jason's jacket? Well, I what? No. What? what? I'm drawing the line there. He cannot wear my clothes. Well, can I scooch over next to you and kind of cuddle up underneath your arm? Steve? What? I'm not Steve yet. I'm still Jared up here. I'm in the front. I told you not until I come back will I be Steve. Well, you want to come back now? I can't say that I do. I'm seeing Look, some I'm chemistry there. I'm not about to there. pull over so he can get back there with you, and he's not going to crawl through the little yeah, hole Yeah, I can. The and, and the timer's running. So yeah, we've got, you know, we're already up. at $34. Fine. You can cuddle next to me. You've got no problem cuddling with your girlfriend. I'm not seeing the difference. It's my a warm body. Girlfriend is not a 120-pound homeless man. Look, 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 if it makes you feel better, while we cuddle up, we could play this travel size Connect 4. Wow. Look, he even brought a game. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, see? I carry this around just in case, you know, these moments like these, you know. Hey, where where are all the black and red pieces? Um, we gotta we gotta use our minds and play make believe. It I've makes the some, game more exciting. I got some M and M's. If you guys want to use, that's not a bad idea for some, for some Connect Four. No, only melt in your mouth, not in your hand. So I mean, you don't have to worry about yeah. that. Yeah. Almost. Why why is your hand on my leg? Well, because my hand is cold. No, what, but you, what, you pay attention. It's it's in my shorts leg. Like it's on my leg. Because my hand is cold. What's wrong? What, what's wrong with you, boy? Why you? You got most problems. Do you have a problem with human J- touch? I know, Jason. I you, thought we you, discussed this. You're a college graduate. You should know that bodies touch and create yeah. heat. Well, he's I, just trying to get warm. That's how you say hello in his you culture. You are so insensitive today. I'm not. It's not. No, no. It's, I'm allowed to be back here by myself without being molested by a homeless man. Oh, look, look. I see oh, what so it now is. Now we have I, rules. I see what it is. Just because you called shotgun and didn't get it. Now you're throwing a little fit. Is this is this your little shotgun? No, fit this is not throwing? me blowing a shotgun. Even though I called it before you, I've got a standing shotgun order. I, I put he, this in. We've does. been traveling together for like three and a half years. Homer Steve, can you keep your pants on? I just think all this talk about weaponry is making me very uncomfortable. Just just keep your pants on. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to keep them on, but they keep on sliding off. It's like my hands got in mine. It, Whoa. This seat is nice. Whoa, is that what a, is that? Is that a tattoo from Nam? Oh, it, it sure is. I don't know how I got back here, but like there was a big boom, and I was standing outside that stove. <laughs> huh. Wow. That's we, This guy could teach us things. Yeah. We should take him to Tijuana with us. We are Tijuana. not taking him to Tijuana with us. You want to go to Tijuana? Oh, yeah. I can get liquor free in Tijuana. Tijuana it is. He can get liquor free, dude. That means no cash out of your pocket. Why are you, why are you kissing my cheek, homeless man? Because you need some caring and emotional, like, like, like liberation of your whatever you got pent up. So I'm trying to help you. Dude, I'm trying to help. He's from France. That's Dude, how they do it. Out. His tongue is like Gene Simmons. That thing is that's long. Amazing. It's breaking up the whole side of Jason's face. <laughs> oh, that's all the time we have right now for improv theater masterpiece theater. That was good. Tune in, wow. Tune in next week to see what happens to the adventures of homeless man in Tijuana. Does Jason get Scott? <laughs> does Jason get shotgun? Does Jared turn into Steve? <laughs> and does the homeless man ever put his pants back on? <laughs> Maybe I'll get a brand new outfit. You know? <laughs>
Very oh. nice job, Winslow. Oh, Very yeah. nice. That was fun. I like that. That was, that was nice. I'm excited. You have acting in your blood, oh, don't thank you? you? Thank you. And I also think a lot of things came out therapy-wise, Jason over there, because, you know, we got we got to go in depth, you know? All right. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Sure. Shoot. <laughs> Um, I'm in the process, uh, actually uh, coming up very soon, of uh, starting my own uh, uh, open mic. Well, not my own, but I'm uh, emceeing mine own uh, every week. And so I'm going to have to uh, start asserting myself because I don't know. You guys are probably pretty familiar with open mics. Um, and, and around here in this in this area, it's typically pretty friendly. But um, there are uh, some people that uh, like to get a little overzealous with their time usage. Um, <laughs> there are some people that uh, – get uh, angry if they come up first uh there are some people that uh always assume they should be at the end of the show um how would i or what would you guys recommend as a as a idea to take on this task draw oh, straws yeah short straw a number no. numbers in a hat well see everybody's not always there at the start of the show no what i would do well i mean if they're signed up well one the people that are there and this all seriousness for the people that are there like you said some people don't like to go first so i would ask because I would suspect, let's just say, out of 10 people, maybe one or two would say, I don't like to go first. Yeah. So once you find those two out, fine. They definitely don't go first. Other than that, I would just tell them it's random. Yeah. And that's the way it goes. You could always give the people that go first another chance to go later on in the show. Wow. I you guys be. are not around open mic nights at all. You guys. What? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here, I'm like, the general workings of open mic, you guys, oh, just give them some time here and some time there. And like everybody else is like, he got to go on stage twice no no okay <laughs> and then, hey and then, i wouldn't let anybody go on stage twice and it's uh, always assumed you put up your worst acts first so like nobody wants to go first so it's like uh, it's always one of those things it's, it's an assumed thing well, no i know that but yeah, if yeah. you don't know i was coming from the standpoint of not knowing okay at basically my standpoint was if you have 10 people and you're not familiar with their stuff that was it but if you're familiar with the people's stuff then yeah you do that you go yeah you go worst you bounce it out in the middle and then you end with your strongest one yeah it's it's tough yeah, because a lot of these people are my friends too, and, and oh, you're and, and you're wanting to give them obviously one stage time, but giving them the kind of environment or what they want uh, for their stage time to help them improve and get better and, and, and get oh, yeah. uh, more excited about it. But it is one of those things. Anytime entertainment, you guys are pretty much aware of this. It's like uh, it, it's a, it's a hard balance between friendship and uh, we've got to put on the best show we can. Oh sure, you know, and uh, and uh, so that's something that those now are, are you going to. Uh, because some guys do this and some don't. Like when somebody's up on stage doing their doing their time, are you going to go up to the next person and just give them the heads up that they're next? Yeah, I usually her? always do that. Um, one of the things uh, you know I usually try is uh, I I don't particularly like being flashed on stage, like as far as time wise. Right, yeah. And I have a pretty good uh, uh, stage presence as far as I understand. Hey, if you give me five minutes, I'm usually right at between four and a half and five and sure. a half. So I you know I can shoot well enough to. Uh, it's just tough when you have the person you tell them five minutes um, and if they're having a killer set and they run six or seven it's okay but it's, right. the, it's the ones that are just trying to plug through their material oh, yeah. um, it's not really getting the best crowd response and they want to run close to ten minutes yeah, sure. um, and, and that's kind of tough because you know if you go up and stand right next to the stage you're obviously telling the crowd that hey you want them off well, I but think you know you don't want it to destroy because they might have something toward the end of their material that is good. But yeah, but you can't count on that. I mean, realistically, if you're doing a if it's a five minute a piece open mic, I'd just be fair with it. I mean, if a guy's killing, that's nice yeah. and it's great. But at the same time, 
I'd still give them a little bit of a light just to let them know, like, you know. It's, yeah. And another thing, too, is, as you know, you know, give them the one-minute light. Yeah. And tell everybody. I mean, I, I got a light on my keychain, which would work great. Just go, look, when you see this, that's, you know, one, one minute. minute left. Yeah, because I know from my experience at the zones, if you run long, you, the, the feature and the, the headliner are going to tell you you ran long. Of and course. They're, and they're not going to be as friendly about it as I will be, uh, you know. Because so. I about maybe just bring up the music underneath them. Like just yeah, like the Oscars. <laughs> Here's the music. Uh, I guess it's time to go. Uh, Thank uh, you, everyone. That would be a so, new one. So. Uh, bring, uh, bring just, on, don't bring on like a song. Bring on a spoken track. Like, Get off the stage. Get <laughs> off the stage. How about bringing up a girl in a bikini with the sign oh, yeah. behind him? Elevator music. I don't at least give him to the shut mu- up. You'll see music. her. Yeah. So okay. Well, you guys have given me a lot of ideas. Uh, so that I can emotionally burden uh, and injure. Some I, I say you get the big hook and just choke them, <laughs> pull them um, off. <laughs> so, well, I, I do have that coming up. So I hope you guys uh, come out. That's pretty exciting. Oh yeah. Uh, any other quick topics we want to hit? Um, anything small? All right, real quick. What is the worst thing your parents ever dressed you in as a child? Oh. oh. Should I go first while you guys think about it? No, I have one. Go ahead. Imagine me, sixth grade. Yeah. I'm picturing it. I was uh, probably around five foot, five foot one, four foot eleven. Whatever. Yeah, thanks for the example. Are you sure you weren't four nine and a half? Ninety-eight pounds, soaking wet. Okay. My uh, my. So you out- haven't grown much. My outfit of choice, my parents' choice, would be very short, blue striped Walmart shorts. Nice. Just in case Richard Simmons needed a body double. Very short shorts. Oh, oh look, a squirrel just ran up his leg to get some nuts. Those things are so short. A flannel T-shirt. Yeah. And glasses with tape. Not just around the bridge. <laughs> oh, not around the bridge as well, but but uh, also where the uh, the leg meets the eyepiece. Why would you oh, wear flannel no. and shorts in the same season? Is what I want to know. <laughs> is a flannel reserved for winter? Because that's what my dad would buy me. <laughs> so, <laughs> needless to say, I got laid so much in sixth grade it was ridiculous. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, uh, I would have to say my uh, worst outfit that my parents dressed me in. I do have one that I wasn't really aware of, but my mother did um, dress me as a, as a girl once as an infant because she thought I was cute, like a girl. <laughs> and she my dad does. came to my defense. Um, but my probably my worst one was... Um, uh, you know, I, w- I was wondering why at his wedding he had a wedding dress on, too. <laughs> now I know. Well, I don't Mom know if, dressed him. I don't know if you're aware of this, but to this day, when Jared hears a song, I feel pretty, oh, so yeah. pretty. <laughs> I, I cannot get that uh, song "I'm Every Woman" out of my head a lot of times. So what, what scares me is when he's in the bathroom tucking like that guy from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, but it rubs the lotion on. The <laughs> no, uh, the worst outfit probably I was probably around that middle school age when they uh, tried to uh, totally emasculate you as a man. Oh, yeah. And uh, my grandmother had made me a sweatshirt uh, with the crocheted dinosaur, oh. the multicolored dinosaur <laughs> on the front. <laughs> Uh, with my name, just in case I was confused and got lost, it said Jared underneath it. <laughs> it was Jared the Stegosaurus, or the one with the spikes going across the top. <laughs> and, uh, That's a Stegosaurus. And I was, what is it? It is a Stegosaurus. So, yeah, so I, I had that. And I don't really think anything below the waist is important after that. Because no. You that can, all you by can wear itself. nothing below the waist, and that's bad enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like... Uh, that's like wearing a shirt that says to strangers, please offer me candy. Um, <laughs> well, at least it was a Stegosaurus. It could have been like a crappy dinosaur. 
<laughs> Any dinosaur that's multicolored crocheted into a shirt is a is crappy it cool? dinosaur. It's just not cool. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I, just, I think I'd still actually exist somewhere because, you know, my grandmother made it and I couldn't burn it because it was fire retardant. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma special spray. They yeah, I know. You need Tough one with a T-Rex on it. That's manly right there. <laughs> see? See? Homeless agrees with me. <laughs> yeah. What about you uh, over there, Andy? What was your worst outfit? Uh, it wasn't a full outfit. I just have this this nightmare of when I was, I think I was in third or fourth grade, and my parents bought my brother and I, he was a year ahead of me, so we would ride the same bus and stuff to school. And they bought us these pair of black leather matching boots. And we didn't like them at all, we didn't want to wear them, but you know, you're a kid, they force you, so we wore them to school. We got teased so bad about them. They were, they were the kind that you slip your foot into, zip up the side, <laughs> you know, so they came up above the ankle and stuff, right? They had a little bit of a Just heel. Just in case you want to do flash wait, dance. Wait. They had a little bit of a heel and stuff, a little texture on the leather. Little did we know, and we found out at school from the teacher, they were girl shoes. <laughs> nice. That's My brother and I went to school in girl shoes. Did you wear the leggings underneath them? Oh, and, uh, we could have. It was so embarrassing. What did your parents say when you went home and told them that? Oh, they knew, but they were cheap, and they figured out we would get tell the difference because we were nice. kids, and it was just so wrong. Homeless, what about you? What was the yeah. worst thing your parents just said? Yeah, let me see. Um, <laughs> I had a nice pair, pair of pants and a shirt on. It was a button shirt. It was very nice, and I didn't think there was a difficulty, but it was kind of the same problem Andy had because all the buttons were on the wrong side for men. <laughs> And I did not know there was a difference. And needless to say, it got ripped off me right quick, and I got beaten black and blue. <laughs> That's a great story. All right. Oh, With the warm fuzzies that are all over me. Yeah. Uh, it's cold in here. I do. Well, guys, that's all the time we have today for Three Guys in the Podcast. Remember to email us at threeguysinthepodcast.com. Check out our website, threeguysinthepodcast.blogspot.com. As always, I am Jason Spooner. I am Jared Burton. And I'm Andy Smith. And, and we, we are Three Guys, guys in a Podcast. podcast.